0: I'm very sorry about your loss. It's your fault! I can't even imagine how you must feel. (laughs) Your children. Rinsing. Rinsing. Are safe now. But have they heard her crying? Have they felt the sting of her tears? They will. (laughs) she will come for them who 나죠르도나 specialized in situations like this. Is she coming? She's already here. All right. good morning everybody. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne and today we will be reviewing, finally reviewing, The Curse of La Llorona, La Llorona, or in other places I noticed that it's called The Curse of the Weeping Women, Um, like internationally it's called that. So if you're listening to this internationally, welcome aboard. Welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Um, We will be reviewing The Curse of La Llorona. My name is Dwayne, and I am joined by my movie review partner. He hasn't been here in a while, but he's back. Tyler Calvert from YouTube and the Cinemania page. Tyler, what's going on?
1: Hey, how's it going? Glad we can finally get this done, since seems like La Llorona did not want us to talk about this. She cursed us.
0: Yeah, just like pissed at us for some reason. I don't know what I did listen again and i know i don't have no kids so leave me alone but um (laughs) um all right so we are going to be reviewing this movie finally reviewing this movie um you're supposed to have our review up over the weekend but storms for me i lost power on friday on saturday no friday and yesterday i was just very very busy so i couldn't get to it but we are back today uh tyler first of all how you been man how's everything going (laughs)
1: I'm pretty good. Just same old, same old, just doing YouTube and, you know, trying to have a normal life and also balance it out with, so you know, YouTube stuff. So same old, same old.
0: Yes, yes, yes. We have a, bu- a busy week ahead. All of us creators yeah. and content creators, we have a busy week ahead of us. Um, we'll talk about that more at the end of the show. But um, all right. La Llorona. Let's get right into it. Um let's see how La Llorona's doing today. Uh so basically the story of La Llorona follows um basically uh it was a folktale of a mother who murdered her kids and now she is haunting uh a new family in this in this film. Basically um yeah I I, I know I know that it was like a Mexican folktale and stuff like that and uh it's a part of the Conjuring universe which is yeah, like kind. Of, I don't. I don't really know why okay. they had to, it had to be, but um, listen, I don't mind the Conjuring universe. But as we get into this, there's pros. There's definitely a lots of pros and cons within this franchise. And basically, the movie was directed by Michael Chavez, who will be directing the Conjuring three, and it stars Linda Cardellini, uh, Roman Christu, uh Janie Lynn Kinchen. Those are the kids. Raymond Cruz and Patricia Velasquez, and um, Marisol Ramirez is the person who plays um, the uh, liarona. So, first things first, Tyler, what did you think about the movie?
1: Uh, I mean, there's parts of it that I found myself actually having some fun with, but it kind of just follows the modern horror films, kind of like a a lot of the non-Conjuring, actual Conjuring films in the Conjuring universe. They kind of just follow the same template of just, like, stereotypical jump scares and dumb characters as are in most horror films, especially modern horror films, but it was okay. Like there's parts that I definitely did enjoy, but like, I can't say it was like a good movie.
0: Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I definitely would have to agree. There's parts of course that I enjoyed and there's aspects that I enjoyed. And I love the mythology of this sort of character. It says, you know, um, it's the same. It's how I felt with the nun. I love the mythology I love the mythology of the character, but the film as a whole just felt very, um, felt very vanilla, as I can say it. Really, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, like, I mean that seems like that seems like a fair thing to say because it just it just it's just we've seen it before. All this kind of like yeah. setup, and the scares, it's just, and I'm it's noticing. The same.
0: I'm, I'm noticing with this Conjuring franchise and universe. um, and this is what I was afraid was going to happen, but we all saw this coming, is that these films are really starting. They've become very, very formulaic. Um, yeah, definitely. They've, they've become very formulaic, and they've, like, you get to be, and what what was, because it's so, it's so disheartening to say, because, you know, the, there was a time where these movies felt so fresh and original, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um and now it's like i'm over here saying that it's very formulaic and i don't want to be saying that because i've been the i've been like a big fan of this friend of this universe for the longest time but like i just noticed that they're just becoming so much of a like i don't know and it's like michael chavez uh his directing felt it felt like it didn't feel original it felt like someone who was trying to you know to you know
1: Emulate James. Yeah, Wan. emulate James Wan. Um... Cause that's what I said because when, when I when I did my review uh, earlier this week for the channel, when I saw it at the screening, I was thinking like this, this: the the actual direction he does a great job with the direction, and like I liked the way he framed some scenes and some of the suspenseful moments and all that. And it felt like it felt like he was trying to emulate, like I said, James Wan's style when it comes to horror, especially in The Conjuring and The Conjuring Two, which I fig- figure figure kind of makes sense why. If James Wan isn't gonna do the third Conjuring film, they would have someone that can actually kind of do the same style because they felt very yeah. sad.
0: yeah I totally agree. But like I mean, um, and then it it's just it feels like someone. It feels like it didn't. Uh, what what was sad about it? Not sad, I would say, but it does really much feel like this is someone. Who's just trying to do the best James Wan impersonation that he can, and like when you with movies like um like with Annabelle Creation, I'm forgetting who directed that one. I think it was
1: um. You're talking I, about David F. Sandberg.
0: Yeah. Um. And I and I love and I and, and I love his work, and he was he did great with Shaz- with Shazam and stuff. Yeah, and, but that I'm a big Anna, fan of him in Right. And but Annabelle Creation felt like someone else. You know what I mean? It felt like him doing his you know, doing what he wanted, and not, like, what the studio wanted, and that's why that movie is, like, the, is, like, in my opinion, the third best movie of this franchise, um, and then this, like, The Nun and, uh, and uh, The Curse of La Llorona now, they both feel like people who are trying to emulate what James Watt has done with this franchise, and, um, I don't know if I really like that, I don't really know if I really like that method, Um, and stuff like that, even with the, and I noticed too, because I I wrote this down on my phone as soon as I saw it, Um, the opening shot is lit, not opening, not opening scene, but the opening, like, when you first get introduced to the family, that was literally ripped away from The Conjuring, I don't know, like, I don't know if you noticed, but like, remember in the first Conjuring movie, when you first meet the family, and it's just one shot of them going all, all all about the house and whatnot,
1: yeah, well, it's they, funny because the my, one of my friends who I, I saw it with at the screening, they thought, "Is that the same house as the house of the conjuring?"
0: Yeah, they did the same. It was this. It was like, and that's when I knew. I, and and like I I I, I, t- I said that to Alex, and he didn't notice. But I was like, that's when I knew. That's when it felt like for me that this is like that. That's when I felt like that this was just like they're just trying to do the best, James Wan. Thing they can possibly do, and it's just it doesn't really work. Um, yeah. it was one of those it... things
1: though. When I saw when, when, because when you were talking about that, because my friend asked, like, Is that the same house from The Conjuring? Because it had the same similar setup and all that. And I was thinking, There's no way, especially when they announced that on the screen that they're actually in California. Because mm. The Conjuring, at least the first one, anyways, is set in Rhode Island, I believe. <laughs> so they're not yeah. anywhere, they're on the complete different coast, so they're not. Fortunately, they're not set in the exact same area, although they're technically set in the same universe. Although it's right. very loosely attached, it's very loosely attached to the actual universe, which is and, weird. It was a weird throwaway line that if that wasn't in, if there was one little part wasn't in the movie, it'd be a completely separate film from the universe.
0: And um, I like so one thing that Alex. One thing that Alex said when we came out, um, he he said he he was talking about how like oh they're beating it over the head that it's, you know, that this universe is connected. And I was like, I don't really agree with that because, like, they only... It was like a throwaway line. In this movie, kind of. at
1: least, it's not... Yeah. It's not very beaten over the head as far as the connectivity of it because the only connection it really has is those two or three scenes with Father Perez.
0: Yeah, exactly. So what I was like, when 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 he was saying that, I was like, you know, I, I, I would agree... But in a way, I kind of don't because they like they they could have they could have really like threw Annabelle in here and made this a whole thing and shenanigans and whatnot. But like the nun is what is what felt very like on the head, like, all right, I get it. This is connected. But the thing about the nun, which is why I, I kind of understand why they made it so connected heavy was the nun was introduced in The Conjuring 2.
1: Yeah, you know she I mean? was, like, a really huge, big character. And yeah. for some reason, although I didn't really like The Nun, I believe that movie made the most money out of all yeah. the uh, universe movies.
0: And, and it just, it made sense for them to, like, tie that back in to, to Lorraine Warren. Because in the we got to remember that she was the one who was seeing that. She was the one who was seeing Valak so much. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, It wasn't like, so, I mean, that made sense as to why they connected that together so heavily and stuff and why i didn't mind it but this one like although it didn't have to be connected like they could have they they it didn't have to be at all um i i didn't get the sense that it was on that it was too on the head because it was a throwaway line the guys like you know he says oh no, god this is a spoiler but uh spoiler alert if you really like you know i don't know but like the guy uh he says oh yeah the priest was like Oh yeah, I I dealt with something like this a couple years ago. It was a doll named Annabelle. And that was it, it. it literally you know I mean?
1: shows it though.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that was it though. Um I mean I I'm like when I saw the trailer, I was like, I had people telling me that, oh no, no, it's not connected, dude. I'm like, but I'm just the guy from the Annabelle movies. And they um well, and there's they a lot clearly...
1: of things that would clue you into it being connected. I mean, on the posters it says from the producers of the conjuring universe, James Wan is producing this father perez is in it
0: yeah <laughs> that, a, that same like, church is in it you know what i mean like yeah. i was just like yeah but i mean like there were some scenes that i really uh i guess some of the scenes that i really like as far as um la Llor- as far as la Llorona was just um i don't know there were some scenes that pissed me off i guess the hallway scene i liked you know in the beginning when the little kid um, oh I like yeah, a, yeah. I like that scene. It was a little bit. of I mean, you knew it was gonna happen. The I scene felt, was, I
1: actually felt bad because I kind of laughed at the way that that scene was cut when it got when the way it ended. Anyways.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I guess um, and I also don't like. I also don't like when um when they do the close up of the monster's face because it's not. It's so much more creepier when you don't really see her face. You just see her behind this this veil and stuff like that. You know, I like yeah. that more. They just kept like zooming in on the monster's face and it's really not that scary it's well, like that's an unfortunate
1: some... thing about so many modern horror films though is the fact that they all, well especially in the conjuring universe films at least the last couple they do that a lot it's literally like how many how many times in the nun did we get a big shot of a close-up of the nun just like screaming it was so yeah
0: and, and it's so much creepier like the Nun, like she's so much creepier when she's like this figure in a vet in a in a you know in the in this uniform far away that it's like evil and ominous when you when you put them close up like you know it's an actress in there and she looks silly you know what i mean like you know and then uh another thing um and i know i don't want to sound like i'm ripping on this movie because it wasn't it wasn't that bad like i didn't know it wasn't case.
1: horrible like it was yeah it was a watchable movie like I could, it, rock, I could i could watch it again with like a group of friends and enjoy yeah, it. yeah it's just very but from
0: your lake at this point my only this, thing
1: there's just so much that i like I can't. There's so much that that's wrong with it. I couldn't really say it's like a good movie, you know.
0: Yeah, and it's just and it's just they become so formulaic at this point. That's my only. That's and, my only thing. About and I was getting it.
1: tired of getting beaten over the head with jump scares.
0: <laughs> yeah, the jump scares. Of course, that happens and stuff like that. Another thing too, which I I I've always hated in these kind of movies, like the supernatural. A lot of supernatural movies they want to end on a high note, where um. They want to end on a high note where the, you know, the protagonist, you know, wins and defeats the demon or whatever. Or did like they? That. And yeah. Or did they? Dun, dun, dun.
1: But <laughs> that's, like, that's usually how it's set up. It's like, or did they?
0: <laughs> yeah. But listen, I don't mind, And I don't mind happy endings. I know a lot of movies can't have, I know a lot of movies can't end like hereditary where everybody's, everybody's dead. You know what I mean? I know a lot of movies, <laughs> I know a lot of movies, I know a lot of like these studio horror movies don't like to do that. I get it. But I hate when, like... My biggest trope with these horror movies is that when they do defeat the demon or whatever, and it does all this CGI stuff, when like, it blows up, and I'm like, oh, come on. You know, it feels so yeah. cheap.
1: You know the what ending, I mean? The ending for the film was very anticlimactic. Yeah, when,
0: like, when like the demon gets, like, hit by, like, a cross, or, like, you throw some holy water on it, and it's like, ah! 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 I mean, the it, like, blows mean, up. I hate oh, that okay, so Bal-
1: much. Falcon the Nun got... The blood of Christ spit on her.
0: Yeah, and it was so silly the way she, blah, 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 and, then they, and then they, and then they like this CGI mush, and then they blow up. I've always hated that. I thought I think that looks so silly, you know, because like, come on, like it, I don't know how you, I, and I, I get it as a writer. I mean, how can we defeat this thing after we've already set it up to where, like, no matter what they do, it's always going to come after them. Let's throw some water on it and it's going to blow up or something. And I'm like, oh, God. it
1: was cool. That was one of the things I did actually kind of appreciate is that they actually did at least do their best to not completely ignore a lot of the Mexican ties to the film when it comes to, like, bringing in Raven Cruz's character and all of the Mexican kind of ways that you can use, do stuff like the stuff with the egg cleansing and all that. So. It was Although, cool they actually added all that stuff in to keep in with the Mexican yeah. heritage of the actual story, since otherwise it was kind of just a very—I don't want to say white boss because in a way it was, but in a way mm. it wasn't. But there are—it was definitely on the verge of whitewashing.
0: One thing I'll say, like, and I noticed a lot of people have been saying it as well is I—I really, I liked all the every everyone acted well. I like yeah. everyone was good. The woman who plays La Llorona was good. Um, especially it was she was very—I was very scared in the beginning where, um, when they kind of set up the backstory and the way they were going about that and stuff, because like, it just feels so, it felt so surreal, you know, that the mother of her kids can, you know, can just do this and stuff like that. Um, I, I, so I like, I like the actress who played her. I like Linda Cardellini was so great. She did so well. Um, <laughs> the, the kids was actually really cool too. Even you know, though they, they do a lot of dumb shit. Um, the kids yeah. was good. Raymond Cruz was good. Um, Patricia Velasquez, who plays that you know that crazy person, um, she got, who kind she
1: of he got on my nerves sometimes.
0: Yeah, but I I think overall everyone did well is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know? like
1: and, you know, well. yeah, like she like her as an actress was fine, but her character in the movie got on my nerves.
0: She did. She did. She was very. I I didn't. She was very. She was in it more than I wanted her to be. Like, you know, she she should have been this person who's there, this happened to her, that's it, you know what I mean? Um,
1: she, she was out for blood.
0: Yeah, and she's like, you know, pissed about that whole thing. But, um, yeah, so that's my only thing, that everyone acted well, there's a couple of good scenes, but it felt very like The Nun, as far as, like, formulaic. The one thing as well, too, like, I wish, I kind of, I, 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 this kind of story, I, I think it should have been shot, in um Mexico, uh, but I get it. The studio was like, oh yeah. I no. remember
1: uh, Chris Duckman actually said that in his review that it, that it would have been cool throughout throughout that idea would have been cooler. If yeah. like, on, on location over there in like their country and all that, but well, like he's like he said, and like we like we're thinking. I mean, the film would have cost probably way more. Uh, not like it would have been an expensive horror film, but you know, it, they you know less money than they make more money, you know.
0: Yeah, that's my, that's my one of my only things that I wish it was shot in Mexico, since it's a Mexican folktale, folk it just makes sense. But the you know, thing of like...
1: weird, though, is the fact that the, uh, this movie's probably not gonna make, uh, like, the average Conjuring universe money, because they have pretty much not mentioned it's actually in the Conjuring universe.
0: And they didn't market it that as well as the other ones did, you know? Yeah, but, um, then the the other the other marketing stuff that they actually like the like if i was remembering the 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 nuns the nuns marketing i saw the nun on on, on billboards all over the place in boston I remember, the,
1: I remember the controversy over that jump scare ad on youtube
0: yeah that kind of helped the movie i think and um she i saw the nun like i saw like um you know, she was on like trains and buses and stuff like that. I didn't see anything with yeah. and I know for the sure. same thing is going to happen when Annabelle comes out. The Annabelle comes home; she's going to be all over the place, she's going to be that's going to be marketed well because they've already had two successes for that. Franchise. Plus, it
1: helps. Plus, it helps that they're act, they actually are bringing bringing back Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga at least in some capacity for it.
0: Yeah, I do think I do. I do think they won't be in it as much. They'll probably no. Be, like, I think
1: scenes. it'll be focused more on the children. Yeah, uh, which is.
0: We'll see. But, um, yeah, I guess because my own, with going back to the whole Mexico thing, it would have been a nicer-looking film as well because The, the Nun was, was not shot in the U.S. They had The Nun, like, in castles, which I really, really liked.
1: You yeah, know? So that was one of the very few things I enjoyed about The Nun is that I yeah. praised more for that than La Llorona is the fact that it actually had really good atmosphere, whereas yeah. like, The Nun was set in, like, this village over in Europe in like the fifties. And that was really cool and atmospheric and added to the whole creepy elements of the nuns and the barren castles and all that stuff. Whereas 99% of the film, uh, the curse of La Llorona pretty much set in their house
0: yeah their house a church a police station that's about it and like you know the nun would what i because i can already see a bunch of like haunted houses based around the nun and you know these dungeons and these like you know i I really i really like the way i really liked where that was located and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. that's one thing i was missing from this movie but overall it's just uh it's it's now I can, now you can finally say, I guess it's a conjuring movie. And that's just like, it's sad. Cause I remember just being on such a high after watching the first conjuring in theaters. Um, and this one, and you know, we're at this time where like, that's what these are feeling like. They're just conjuring movies. They have a formula now. Um, Annabelle, mm-hmm. I, 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 I can't say I'm looking that much forward to Annabelle. Cause I, I feel like I know it's what it's going to be, what it's going to be. and.
1: Okay. Curious though where it's gonna go, because like how many more of these movies can you really make, you know?
0: Yeah, I, well, I know they were working on the Crooked Man, which I'm surprised they did. They did lie. Yeah, on that's been on, that's been
1: going on for a while. I've never heard, yeah. heard updates about that since they announced it. Because back when the, it was like The Conjuring Two, they announced right. that there's a new one for him and the nun and all that stuff, and I haven't heard any word on it since.
0: Yeah, and I'm still we're still waiting on that, I guess, and I and I can I could definitely see them taking more like old stories and then incorporating it into their universe. And wasn't stuff. there supposed?
1: Wasn't there supposed to be like another character they're introducing into the? was like the yeah, bride actually, character.
0: yeah, yeah, yep. Thanks, he, um, yeah, thanks for bringing that up because yeah, um, the Annabelle movie is gonna introduce a new kind of demon called the Bride, and it's like was ugh, isn't that isn't that La Llorona?
1: Pretty That's much, what I was confused like, about. That's what I was the, confused about when it was announced. Is like, is it supposed to? Does, is that supposed to be like a late tie-in, like with the, the I, third when it comes out in a couple months? Like, oh yeah, by the way, here's La Llorona and Annabelle three now. Just so you know that she just to officially confirm that they're connected. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I feel like the bride is very very too close to La Llorona As far, as, I mean, they'll, they'll be they'll, they'll be wearing the same thing you know i know
1: was, well that's weird it's weird to just think about them all connecting in the way to the fact that like they don't ever really interact all that much in any of the yeah. movies
0: but maybe you're right i mean maybe maybe that's that's the bride is laurona and that's what they are gonna call her and stuff when they i don't know um I'm just, feel, I'm just i'm just waiting to... weird
1: though it would just be weird though to put that in like oh yeah by the way after our movie's out then we can do it like i feel like if you did reverse that it would have helped curse a more if I'm just, of announced Lyrona and then Lyrona came out, and then it was like that has that extra buzz on top of it.
0: Right. Like, I'm, I'm just waiting on the, uh, I'm, I'm pretty much right now just waiting on the announcement of the big throwdown. All the demons are pissed off. So, we're going to have Lyrona, the Nun, um, Valak, the Nun, the Cricket Man, Annabelle. They're all going to team up and fight the demonology. And, uh,
1: and, and <laughs> what's your face, Bath, Bathsheba from the first Conjuring?
0: Oh, yeah. They're all going to just team up and they're going to go head to head with Linda Cardellini, Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson and Tasia Farmiga. I'm, I'm, I'm here for Well,
1: it. <laughs> I mean, in the beginning, these movies were supposedly based on, you know, allegedly true stories. And then they kind of just went to shit and just made up their own shit for everything else. So
0: <laughs> I see I still I still um, I still curse the day where they made the decision to make the, that Annabelle movie what it was, because you already had a really, really there's already a really, really good true story of Annabelle. Um, you know yeah, like, that, too. that like you know, remember how the conjuring opened that yeah, they vamp, that the, they
1: teased it very briefly in the beginning just, of the Just real do story. a
0: movie of that. You know what I mean? I still... Maybe
1: maybe, maybe they'll get there eventually. Maybe in Annabelle (laughs) 5 or 6 or something.
0: Like, still to this day, I don't know why they made that Annabelle movie such a convoluted piece of crap. Because, like, (laughs) that, they already have... That's my thing with this universe, is that, like, you already have stories that these you know like uh, Annabelle there's like so many stories that i looked on the internet of what happened with families that, that, they, that they could could have done it. and instead they're doing this whole thing where like, they, I had don't, like cults.
1: I... they had like cults and stuff in the in Annabelle
0: Yeah yeah the yeah one. the first one was so bad that's still my that's still my least my my most disliked movie of all of these i cuz i ranked Same. them uh, what's your ranking before we get off this video
1: uh, it, it fluctuates just a little bit because, uh, I obviously have the first Annabelle as my bottom choice, and then yeah. after that, it's the nun, because, like, I just found that movie to be really boring. Like, yeah, good atmosphere, just not much else when it comes to the scare department or anything like that story was really dumb, and the way they tied it into the first Conjuring was really dumb, too. But, um, other, I mean, other than those two, like, like I said, when I actually, I actually did rank them kind of briefly at the end of my review for the movie earlier this week, I, um, I had it was the Nun, it was the it was like, it was Anna, the first Annabelle was at the bottom, then the Nun, and then I had the Curse of La Llorona at, above the Nun and Annabelle, and then every now and then it, it kind, of, kind of depends on my mood when I rewatch them, but I, I kind of fluctuate between uh, Annabelle Creation and The Conjuring 2 and 3 and 2, like I, I kind of fluctuate between them in third and second place, because I really like Annabelle Creation a lot, and I like uh, Conjuring 2 a lot, but it's also really long and kind of like over bloated with stuff in it but it is the first conjuring is definitely still the best one and pretty much is the gold standard i don't think they're ever going to get to be that level of good ever again anyways unfortunately
0: yeah i disagree with anyone that says says the, the second conjuring is the first the best one i i liked it a lot and i loved all the stuff with the nun. The, the thing that got me was the, was the stuff with the kid and the old man was so hilarious. <laughs> like, I never was scared with that. Oh, my Bill, Wilkins. Bill I Wilkins. Wilkins. I laughed so Bill much. <laughs> <laughs> I always laughed. And The Conjuring 1, when I was in theaters, I didn't laugh once. You know, I was shook for days when I first saw Same. that movie. And I still the have vivid memories of my
1: experience with that movie.
0: The, the Conjuring 2 was very, very good. But there was a, that that whole thing just made me laugh. Like I was just laughing. Oh, Bill Wilkins, get out. You know, I was it just, was just laughing. so well,
1: the thing with Conjuring too though is just it was just so overbloated with things because obviously we realized later down the road why it was so over so they could throw in more stuff to make more movies.
0: Yeah, and, and it was like it was it was it was filled with the crooked man, the nun, and the main thing. You Know it was just a lot going on, so that's why well, my ring, well, yeah,
1: because they threw in so much stuff in there to set up a whole big giant universe. Because,
0: yeah,
1: they because I mean, they still haven't done anything with the Crooked Man, obviously, we talked about it already. But like, Valak wasn't Valak was a throw in thing that she wasn't a part of the original story that it's based on, they just threw that in there and it got popular. And because of that, we got a whole spinoff with her in it.
0: Right, um, so that's why pretty much my ranking was Conjuring one, two, Annabelle Creation, um, The Curse of La Llorona, The Nun, and then Annabelle. That first Annabelle was just so bad, but um, yeah, that
1: movie that movie is trash. The guy that directed yeah. it is really bad. I actually just watched that movie. He did, uh, he actually does he just did a movie for Netflix called The Silence. That Kieran Shipka, uh, Stanley Tucci horror film that's basically like the uh, a Quiet Place but with like pterodactyl monsters. And it was really bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to try to look for like watch it. Because um, I just hate, I hate, I hate that first Annabelle movie. Because I remember like coming off the first Conjuring and then hearing about it. I was like, oh, cool. That's so smart. I can't wait to see what else happens with that family from the beginning. And then it's like this mother, a cult, this, that, um, uh, stairs. It's just so bad. I just,
1: <laughs> the, whole, I just... <laughs> the whole timeline for these movies are weird because none of them are set in modern times.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is just yeah, because maybe, maybe nuns, that's gonna be what the, the next nuns,
1: one is. At least the ones I know of, at least I remember the Nuns in the 50s. Some of the very beginning of Annabelle Creation is like in like the 40s or something like that, and then the most of the movies not. But like the Conjuring one is in the early 70s, the second one's in the mid to late 70s, and Curse of La is in 73. So they're yeah, like, it's, it's sandwiched right in between both Conjuring films.
0: Um, yeah, and I, and I just want to say one more time to rest in peace to Lorraine Warren. i We will always yeah. appreciate you being so open with all of your pro all of your work and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, rest in peace to her. It was a lot of sad weekend with a lot of statements and stuff like
1: that. But, um, yeah, you know, it was wild the thing that she passed away, like on the opening day of the film.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, w- it would have been more creepy if it was the opening of, of The Conjuring 3. Oh, yeah, fun but, if she um,
1: had anything to do with, because she has absolutely nothing to do with the curse of La Llorona at all.
0: Hey, but I mean, hey, you know, these movies have made her a bunch of money, I presume. Oh, yeah. The same level as, like, Stan Lee, so I'm sure she lived a great life. Um, And I, well, was, I was, it was funny. The
1: thing, though, is the fact that this franchise is so huge. Like, other than the MCU, this is pretty much, like, the biggest other shared universe.
0: Yeah, and I guess like, um I guess after after Hobbs and Shaw, that will be the next the big like universe. I, I can already see them yeah, doing a bunch of spin-offs true. after that too. Um, but yeah, so I guess that is our review, everyone, for the Cruts of Lyonna. Let us know what you thought about it in the comments while you're listening to this on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Spotify, or Podbean. Um, Tyler, thank you for coming on the show. Let everyone know where they can find you and if you have any upcoming stuff this weekend.
1: Well, I definitely know I have upcoming things for this upcoming week <laughs> because I think everybody's going to be having some things going on later this week when it comes to Avengers Endgame. Because oh, I know for sure I'll have an Endgame spoiler-free review probably Thursday night because I see it Thursday and it's three hours long, so it's going to be a while, late at night. But I uh, know i got Avengers Endgame. Review on my channel, and then I know that we're probably gonna try and do one the following morning or afternoon, right? You said Friday, right? When you told me before.
0: Yeah, Friday. I'm trying to get Friday. So far, um, if if all things go well, it's it'll be me, you, Jared, and Ryan O'Toole. If all okay. things go well. Well, um, speaking
1: of, well, that's funny you mentioned him because I'm doing because I'm doing my own view. I'm doing my own review on Thursday night. Then I'm probably gonna drop a ranking video of all the MCU films that Friday, some point, just because I'm work. I'm still working on it. I've been watching the MCU films on the down low, setting it up, you know, writing everything for it. I'm like halfway through, and then I'm gonna do the review with you guys, including Ryan. And then Saturday, I'm gonna be busy all day because I'm gonna be at Awesome Con in DC. So if anyone, yeah, yeah. if anyone's in DC, you know, feel free to hit me up. But and then Sunday, Sunday evening, I'm supposed to do a video live live spoiler review on ryan's channel with a couple people i forget he told me i think jared's gonna be one of them i know there's a couple other people that weren't confirmed yet but he, when we were talking about it so i'm gonna be it's gonna be non-stop avengers endgame talk for pretty much yeah. weekend between my review then the ranking i'm putting up and then our review with the, the podcast and then on <laughs> then the avengers endgame spoiler review on his channel
0: yeah, it's gonna be a lot. I already. Get, it's gonna be a busy, hectic weekend, um, week. Uh, so everyone, be, be the the premiere. I believe in Hollywood is like on Tuesday, Wednesday. So guys, listen, we have made it this far. Try hard, like you know, be careful for those spoilers because after Tuesday, they're coming. And I, I know, literally, like I
1: literally, I literally have everything muted. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so do I. And I, you know how, like, so what I'm doing to try to stay away is I'm not opening any comment section, no matter on what it is. Same. I'm not opening anything. Even if it's like a dog video, I'm not looking at the comments because I just know people are out there.
1: Well, that's know? how I know. I know how some people were when, uh, back with The Force Awakens, where you'd like watch some random video on you on Facebook of, like, you said, like something like a dog playing with his owner. And then next thing you know, you read the comments. It's like Han Solo dies, Kylo Ren. Yeah, Rey I saw that a lot.
0: Dies. Because I wasn't able to see the Force Awakens right away, I had to see that a few weeks out. But I saw that a lot as well too. Was people um spoiling on random stuff? I I I walked into work and this one of my coworkers said it out loud, and I was like, Jesus! Thank God I work in like a I work in a building where none of these people are watching Avengers. Um, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, so. Um, so basically for us this week, later on, we had the box office beatdown show with Larry and myself. Um, and then tomorrow we will have, well, maybe tonight we will have the Throne Watch episode two. And then uh, this week we'll have our world show. And then we will have the uh, all the Avengers stuff. Our review will be out on Friday. Alex and I are seeing it for early Friday morning. Um, so I'm, I'm staying on social media until I see it Friday, um, you know, at the Thursday night. Because I know there's going to be a lot more. And then Saturday, hopefully, we'll have a spoiler review. And then next Sunday, we'll have Box Office Beatdown Episode 10 with myself, Larry, and Sean Chandler. So we're just a lot of stuff going on with everyone. You're busy. I'm busy. It's going to be a good week. Avengers is finally here. Um, Thank thank you guys for joining us. We will talk to you soon. My name is Dwayne. That is Tyler. Thank you once again. Yep, yep. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.
1: Goodbye.